Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll, I'll have, what um, do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have you, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Dude, are you even listening to me right now? Welcome to episode 71 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me in my basement via Zoom, Charles Hedlund. How you doing, buddy? That's so awkward. It <laughs> I'm is. I'm good, it's, <laughs> it's pretty terrible. I'm not, not going to lie. <laughs> joining me in my basement via Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom's upstairs. Oh man, <laughs> oh, man. Well, this week, you know... It's pretty much the end of season. I guess we have two B's open until what, this weekend? Yeah, Saturday's the last day. Saturday's last day. I hunted last day around here last Saturday. I didn't see anything. I heard some shot at last light, but nothing too crazy, man. I Did you get it out at all, all this week, down 2B or anything? No, I didn't get out at all this week. Work's been nuts. We're doing uh, year-end stuff right now, so it's been just absolutely absurd. And then they threw two days of training in there right in the middle of year-end close, so... I just walked in the door today at like 6.30, but uh, I did get out last weekend as well. We had a big crew up at camp. We did a couple little uh, soft drives, and uh, we didn't see a deer all day. None of us saw a deer all day. It's been getting hit so hard up there. It's just, it's tough, man. Tough hunting right now in the big woods. Yeah. Well, no, I can imagine, man. Well, it's that last final push to try and get a deer at the end of the season. Everybody kind of goes out a little bit if they have a flintlock or bow or whatever they're going to go after them with. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like 14 low, 26 high Saturday. Mm. I'll be honest. I don't know if I'll be out or not. I'm not going to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm going to be Yeah, I, I, I thought about it, but, you know, the uh, Quest Hunt Co. is over as of the 15th. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not that that was the only reason I was going out, but it helped. <laughs> well, helped motivate. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that, man. Do we know anybody who plays this year? No. No, there were some slammers, though. 
I know with Joe's 163, I would have had to kill Pope and Younger better or else uh, we wouldn't even a place top 10. Oh, man. So, yeah, that would have been awesome, stuff. though. That would have been awesome. Yeah. That was a good Yeah, I know the one I missed up camp and rifle if that would have qualified us, to be honest. I know. It would have been really close. Yeah. Hey, really. there's nothing wrong with that, man. I mean, you, you passed a lot of deer this year. I, I believe you passed a lot of deer this year, didn't you? Uh, a lot of doe, not a lot of buck. Not a lot a of buck. Yeah, a little, little, I mean, nothing you would even consider, like little tiny rag. I had a ton of little bucks, just nothing. Like that big six point was the biggest buck I had in front of me all archery. It was a huge six point. Yeah, I saw one of those too. It wasn't legal. <laughs> exactly. It was a you giant know? though, man. I wish I could have shot it. It would have been actually really cool. Yeah, if I if it was legal down there, I might have thought about it. Yeah, oh, I'm with you, man. It's legal up the camp. Yeah, didn't see him up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can dig it though. No, that's cool. We had some big bucks that survive. Hopefully, uh, had some issues up there this year with some stolen trail cameras. Drove me nuts. But mm -hmm. hopefully, uh, we get some intel. I put some cameras up to soak. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, man, I can dig it. I can dig it. All right. Well, these clowns here that are up on the next episode won't calm down. So why don't we get the uh, why don't we get the boys on? All right, let's get them on. And we are back. Wait. That's not our intro, but if you recognize that intro, you probably have a hint. That's if you didn't already click on this and see who we're recording with tonight. That was a hint of who we are recording with tonight and possibly the greatest podcast to ever grace the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the Rutten River Pursuits podcast, boys. We got them on. It's a late Christmas present. This is all they wanted for Christmas. Uh, you can blame the post office. I know Will will. And you boys are on. It's finally here. We're excited. What's going on, guys? What's up, guys? What is going on? <laughs> fellas, fellas, What's fellas. up, guys? In classic Rutten River style pursuit, who do we have around the table with us today? Hey, I'm Ryan. I'm Will. They call me Pick. Nice. I love, <laughs> I love it. it. I love it. <laughs> if you guys couldn't tell, I'm a pretty big uh, fan of your podcast. I don't know if that came through. I'm not picking up on yeah. it just yet, but just no, there's still a little time. bit more. I heard you mention us <laughs> once or twice in the like, yeah. you know, uh, distraction. Yeah, you you guys are okay. You guys are okay. No, Thanks, no, buddy. You, you're okay. We're <laughs> equally or more fans of yours. I think we're the ones that reach out to you guys. Oh yeah, that is true. I will give you a lot of credit on that. However, I do apologize for taking this long to get you on ours but it had to happen i mean it was 100 percent had to happen especially down, after uh we're down for go some good cross-pollination so we're, we're absolutely good. <laughs> <laughs> that's good but will you know we actually i met all of you but pick in person right i we didn't get to meet in person did we pick yeah no i i uh, unfortunately missed the day that you uh you connected with us at the uh, great american outdoor show but uh that's okay. by design we just you can't let him out at least yeah, yeah. just a couple hours of the day. We always got to leave you boys guessing. Yeah. So we can't. Yeah. I'm not a little too much too soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too much pick is not always a good thing. Yeah. Will kind of chauffeured me and uh, my buddy Sam around that whole first night when we showed up early. You were kind of like our little chauffeur. We went out and had a nice little uh, dinner drink together. And yeah, it was a good there's, time before the COVID. There's more where that came from. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really the, bummed about the Great American Outdoors show being canceled this year. That's that is a huge hit to my friendship yeah. with you guys. Yeah, you guys no. got the uh, Airbnb over there. 
that was really nice place you got. Yeah, that place is awesome. We were going to book that again. That that was a lot of fun. Really nice place. Should have seen the inside. It was beautiful. Oh, was they, like they the hit old... up that E-Town spot. No, no. It was over in like uh, Enola. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We were yeah, close he... to Nick's of, uh, not Nick, Pizza Boy. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. Gotcha. If and... you ever need a place for a good bachelor party pad, that's the place. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> If you bring like a mobile stripper pool to set up in the middle, <laughs> oh, man. we'll just play, bring a, a, a seven foot two flipping stick and put you a said, ceiling to floor. Yeah. But he said if you bring, oh. like I don't already have one packed. Just <laughs> yeah, just in case you don't forget it and you bring it, that's the place to go. There's like all beds around. It's kind of like a private room and, and a club, actually. You know, there's Which, a little bed. It's nice. Now you're kind of seeing how the magic happens. This is why you didn't meet Pick, because we yeah. didn't break out the pole. Yeah. <laughs> it's Pick's pole. I just can't, can't let just pole. anyone on it. Yeah. <laughs> so I immediately threw this one off the rails. I'll take blame for that one. Why don't we back up a little bit? If you guys want to each introduce yourself, or you want to just introduce the podcast, whatever you want to do, just tell us a little bit about yourself. If anybody doesn't know about your podcast, kind of give a little rundown of your background. You don't mind. Come on, each of you go. Will's the godfather, so I think we ought to start with him. And Ryan's the podfather. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the new guy to the group. I've been around for going on two years now. I think I'm close to my now. And I just uh, stumbled across the R2 Pursuits podcast from a a friend of mine. We were at a a shooting retreat at a a good friend of ours, uh, Tracy Groves, down in uh, Maryland. Good old and, uh, Tracy Groves. Started started listening to the podcast and uh, right away fell in love with the guys and, and you know the cutting up and but then they had some some pretty awesome guests and he learned quite a bit and uh, you know just was fascinated how everyone brought something to the, t- the table. Not everyone does everything, but what they do, they do well. Just was a, a fanboy starting out. Decided to look the guys up at the Great American Outdoor Show about two years ago. It's the uh, it is the Great Uniter. Now that I'm thinking is. about it, yep. I mean, it brings a lot. I mean, more East than Coast. us, but it brings a lot of the people together. Absolutely, met the guys, hung out with them for a little bit. Had the uh, the Sportsman's Night out that they hosted. Got a got an invite from one of the guys. Went out there, and uh, things just kind of uh, matured. The relationship got a little bit real. Uh, they asked me to sure did to, to uh, <laughs> uh, at, at the time I was uh, I was pretty into the National Wild Turkey Federation. I was chapter president down where I, I live outside Hagerstown, Maryland. Down in Maryland, they call him El Presidente. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so they said, hey, why don't you uh, why don't you come on and talk a little turkey with us? And uh, things just just went from there. And then they asked me yeah. on for a, a second. Episode, uh, hey, catfish is away on vacation. We need, we need somebody to yep. fill in. He's like on to... vacation. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, and ever since then, he hasn't left. No, I, I've <laughs> slept in Ryan's basement here underneath the podcast table. And <laughs> They're feeding you well. Every, every time the lights go on, I put a headset on and start talking. So, yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. is it fair to say, Pick, that, you know, maybe they just needed to fill a void and they needed a real killer in the group or what, man? Uh, maybe. That's, That's sorry, certainly. It's fair this year. Uh, so it, <laughs> this is a famine year for it, us. It has been fun. I've enjoyed it. I've learned. I don't any time soon as long as they continue to have me. So again, just an awesome group of guys, and uh, we love uh, you know increasing our our family 
outside of uh, you know Rutten River pursuits to you guys as well. So it is, a, you know, like Will said, it's there's certain venues that offer up to meet other people and and share our our love for the outdoors and our passion for hunting and fishing and and everything uh, you know that sportsmen get into. So it's uh, pretty awesome to be part of this uh, this family. Dude, that so. was a tremendous answer. <laughs> oh yeah. Good luck Good the rest stuff. of you. <laughs> Who wants to go next? <laughs> I like podcasts. <laughs> I'm actually you I'll talk to you guys off for a second. I, I think we still should put something together maybe for February we'll drive over your way and meet up with you guys. I know uh, Catfish talked about doing a hunt for geese even, which I've never hunted geese before, so I think that would be badass. I, I just want to come over and hang out with you guys. Maybe give me a spot under that bench, decide pick for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's always absolutely asking right, cool. for people to spoon with. And we're just like, <laughs> not yet. It's not time. How many times do you feed them a day? Do you just give them a scoop <laughs> like twice a day? <laughs> just a, a banana and a protein powder. Yeah. <laughs> it's the shape. Yeah, it's a, he, uh, he, he does a. Uh, we keep the mountain ops in one of those gerbil bottles. Just keep <laughs> the metal ball and it, it trips come out. <laughs> I think that uh, we need to get serious about it. We've been threatening to do something that you never see is like a wild, an outdoor wild game barbecue uh, feast. feast. Yeah. And I think um, for February in the winter. Um, hey, Will. Yeah. We host the Killing Grill for like 20 years now. That's not that long, but actually it probably has been. We called it the Killing Grill. It's literally a bunch of guys get together, have a huge party. It's all outdoors, and then you bring all the wild game that you harvested, and everyone cooks up a meal, and we have a giant feast. Is it in February? It's typically in like uh, April. Yeah, you guys April. are all welcome, Tom. That, yeah, we will definitely consider it's actually that. Pretty fun. But it you do your awesome. thing. Maybe, maybe I mean, I didn't want to steal your thunder there. No, no, no. It's, I don't you think can you were. I'm, I'm think. Yeah, I'm thinking like just like a you know for this year in lieu of in lieu of yeah yeah and I, I agree that'd be really cool. Just really cool. doing like a little just. We have a buddy that has like a pavilion that we're considering, you know, using that place and, and another guy who is, you know, on a championship competition barbecue guy, barbecue, sure. yeah, barbecue team. And, and, you know, everybody's got a grill or a Traeger or something. We can all, you know, haul a couple of those things over there. I, I think something like along those lines might, I can make a pretty good pork belly, bud. You can make a lot of yeah, things yeah. good. Yeah. We can make it happen. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll bring, I'll bring the dessert. Yes. We'll just stack a car full of people. We're coming. That's the think, invite. We're coming. Yeah, I think we need to get a little bit more serious about it. And that's the point that I'm trying to make yeah. is that maybe we should in lieu of. Yeah, absolutely. Let's sense. do it. But uh, you guys aren't getting out of your answer. Ryan, why don't you go ahead and introduce <laughs> I thought, yourself? I, I thought that that was going to get I us. thought for sure we Picked were it a great shot, and then we gonna... <laughs> I know. I hate the intro stuff, but I got to put you on the spot. All right. I'll go next then, since, well, you told me I had to. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Madera, just check me out, Pass Through Archery, uh, on, uh, on the Instagrams. Love <laughs> to do a little shameless plugging. I think I was, uh, I'm still relatively new as far as, you know, when you go around the table and see all of the folks on the R2 group. In what way? But, you know, we're in season five for Run River Pursuit podcast. I joined Amazing. just at the tail end of season one. So I've been around for a while. Yeah. 
but still kind of feel like the new guy on the block sometimes. And I'll tell you what, when it comes to this group, uh, what I cannot get over and, and the thing I think that makes it work is, you know, Pick was alluding to this. Not everybody does everything, but everybody does something. Like that's the key. It doesn't matter what the topic is. We've got somebody at every level of expertise in that topic. Some guys have never done it. Other guys are like living it down in the dirt. So uh, whether it's, it's archery hunting, which of course is, yeah, that's my thing, right? <laughs> Pass through archery. Check out the Instagrams. It's pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> Check him out. Um, Good looking guy. Yeah. He is pretty handsome. He's, he's <laughs> aging well. I think it's, it's holding up. He do those filters, but yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's, that's like the cool thing about us. It's like everybody gets involved. We all do stuff and it's a learning process. We are edutainment. You know, I think <laughs> that's uh, it. Yeah. At that's its best. One of our, fans said that or yeah. one of the friends of the pod reviews we got said that we're we provide them edutainment yeah <laughs> there, you there really can't a, say that any better you can't there's say a that nugget of knowledge i think at least one nugget of knowledge in each episode surrounded yeah. by fun you have to listen to an <laughs> hour to get that one nugget yeah. it's there <laughs> sure it's there you gotta mine it that's no i think that's cool uh your, your guys's group is something that you know us podcasting we to be something like what you guys have you know with all the different guys that are always contributing and you always have a pretty good round table of guys that are on each episode that are giving good advice and then just making it absolutely laugh out loud hysterical to listen to on my way to work or while i'm working like i i sometimes laugh out loud and my boss thinks i'm nuts but uh, it's great I, I listened to a few of your episodes today the newest one and then a couple back and Dude, don't it, you it don't you work from home? Not right now. I was in the office a short for the last drive. couple days, but <laughs> <laughs> I was in the office today listening to it. Usually nice. when I'm home, I don't get I don't really listen to them for some reason because I for whatever reason I'm already distracted by other stuff at at the house. And white tails, yeah, yeah, clearly. yeah. See, white tails. But I don't ever like listen to the episode when I'm at work and then I can drown everything else out. I'm actually listening to the episodes or on my drive. Um, I get more out of them when, than yeah. when I listen to them at home. That's why oh, I miss the commute a little bit, to be honest. I mean, it sucks. It's far, but I get to listen to a podcast pretty much whole episode on the way down, the whole episode on the way, way back. Yeah. I have a similar situation that it just, it's a pod a day for, you know, and you get that little repertoire and, and it just makes it that much better. Yeah. When you're doing boring accounting work, you need something. When I first started listening to podcasts, I told Austin this, and I've said it a million times. We would it would be tax season. I'd be working 12 hour days, and I would listen to 12 hours of podcast. Like just earphones nice. in, nobody talk to me. I'll be sitting over there laughing to myself and just listening to hundreds of episodes of podcasts in a month. <laughs> do, the, <laughs> like do, the numbers, do the numbers still foot on your reports? I mean, just kind of curious if that all works out while you're podding or I mean, listening to pods it, anyway. Yeah, well, Excel does most of the work, so. There you go. There you go. <laughs> go ahead, Will. Take it away, man. You, you're what? The founding father. Sure is. Uh, yeah, guess so. Miser, Miser Incorporated. Do, 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 do. We're going to do it. You know, bud. Uh, I don't think that's the, no, that's Haas and Pfeffer. Haas and Pfeffer's Incorporated. Yeah. Now, Shemil yeah. Shamaza, bud. Get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Catfish and I, are like lifelong brothers. I mean, we've been not related. We are no relation, but we've 
you know, we grew Not up that anybody's proven yet. We By got the way, to, I am here. I'm always here. We never did that DNA oh, test. That's right. But so, we, you know, we started this a long time ago. I had, uh, yeah, I did some like music, audio kind of stuff, recordings and things like that. And so all the equipment was just kind of laying around. And there for a tiny bit of time, I had an aspiration of like getting into the video stuff and doing all that kind of thing that I think when you get, you know, three GoPros, you get, you feel like you're a production company <laughs> and then you're not, and then you find out you're not. And, and so we have all these mics laying around and, and it started out very, very simply. We didn't have near the equipment that we have today, but like, so we, you know, just when you got, like we say, I don't know, you have a couple of buddies. Yeah. What do you, what Separate do you, like-minded dudes. What do you do? Yeah. You know? We record it for posterity. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I heard a wise man say that. You're going to, you're going to sit around and talk about it anyway. Right. Yeah. You might yeah. as well record Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And share it with everybody else. They want to hear it. Yep. And, and I think that was really the, that was the, the, the nuts and the bolt, the genesis of it, you know, but I think it's, it's, I, I don't know. I like the, we kind of made a show that we, we didn't hear a lot of people doing, you know, I like the duo shows and the guys have their, like you guys have a lot of a really good kind of chemistry, but like, I don't think I could carry a show by myself. I hate, you know what I mean? It took me. I agree. It took a long time. So could. Catfish could. <laughs> Catfish pretty much carries every show. Catfish, yeah, we, yeah, we have to uh, yield at some. There's point. carrying, and there's just performing a coup. Yeah, there's, there's different ways you could look at that. Excellent point. Oh man, no, stop every, being so modest, Will. You, yeah. you, you've done a great job. You guys, how long have you been doing it? Do you know? Five seasons. This is, said. Yeah, this is our fifth five season. seasons, but seasons aren't full years. Right. Well, I mean, they, they we, yeah. over. right, right. And, and we did honestly, like, I mean, some of us care about different things more than others. And me in particular, like we did a bunch of shows before we ever released them, you know, yeah. just kind of, it's a weird process. Every pod, every pod's different. And I, and I love helping people through their pod, pod them. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> their pod charity. Their pod charity. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. 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 You know, and so like you just, I didn't feel like we were remotely ready, and we put probably I don't know, 20, fifteen in the can, twenty in the can, and they, you know, I don't even know where they are now. I think you know most of them have been either deleted or, or some. We have a couple in around, but not the same well, can we were talking about earlier. No. Probably, probably not. <laughs> but uh, you, you know, you kind of go through that process and. and one of the things that got us started was Ryan and his other podcast, which is uh span the void. Very funny. Eh. You know, well, it's pretty, that's your perception. I, I've always liked words, it. Bud. Yeah. I've always liked the show. It's, it's kind of an everyman show. It's not, there's not a real specific. No, it's like, it's like Seinfeld, like the same idea where it's just a show about nothing. Only we took like the, the comedy part out. Which is literally a show about nothing, uh, is what, what Span the Boy could be summed up as. Yeah. But it was a podcast. Same, same, you know, premise. We're going to talk about it anyway. Were you two years in, three years in at that point? Yeah, probably two. Yeah. So they were two years into the, the Everyman show, you know, Span the Void. And 
you know, so I just, I kind of, you know, picked their brains constantly and, and they let me on their show and I was miserable at it, but I just, I cut my teeth there. And so, you know, having that kind of opportunity was definitely a leg up and, and, and going back that far, you know, it's hard to really get to think about yeah. how far we've come. I'll really tell you what, then. it was really a lot of fun. Actually, when you picked our brains and you launched this new podcast, like I'm sitting over here with a bunch of idiots on Span the Void, just <laughs> shooting the crap once a week, watching you guys just skyrocket into stardom, talking about the outdoors, which I am absolutely obsessed with. But that's cool. Like, you guys go do your thing. Like, hey, that's fun. I'm glad I can show you guys how to do it. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll be a guest sometime. Thanks. Luckily, I got the nod to come join the team. Yeah. You know, there was right a lot of Chris Farley in that. <laughs> that's great and you guys have had other people come and go and you've always made it work you've always kept moving forward i think that's really hard to do um honestly from like the original group that's really tough to do it you um, know it is and to and we don't air dirty laundry and things like that we just keep it yeah. you know up and up and and every one of those guys that have come and gone are welcome back you know for the most part it's it's you know, they, they, it's a brotherhood, it's a brotherhood for sure. you know, so whether we had our differences or, or just life got in the way, whatever it is, it just, it's all under the bridge. You just, there's a, still a chair and a mic somewhere, you know, we'll <laughs> dig it out. <laughs> and I, I want to add one thing. When I asked the group, um, you know, I thought, hey, there's going to be you know, six or seven guys, at least around the table. H how is that going to work? You know, everyone. Like Brian said, is he lives the outdoors and is passionate and, and, and wants to contribute to, yeah. to the podcast. You know, how do I know when to talk? How do I know? I don't want to talk over somebody. I don't want to interrupt somebody. And, you know, the first, you know, couple of weeks that I was here, Will is like, I was new to podcasting. If you listen to one of the episodes, you know, you get to know pick. I didn't listen to podcasts. I didn't know what podcasts were all about. And then here I was thrust into a, a great group of guys and, and sitting behind the mic. And I'm like, how do I do this? And Will gave me some advice that I still remember him saying, you know, there's going to be times when you're going to be able to speak and talk and give your knowledge and experience. And there's going to be other times that you're not like, you don't force anything. So, you know, every time I sit down at this table, I have that mindset where if there's time for me to, to give my experience and give my knowledge and give advice and help somebody in a, in a tip or a tactic outdoors, I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to try to interject. You don't force and, it. You talk yeah. over somebody. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it works. I mean, the people that we have here, the guys that are on the table, it, it's just like we mesh. Mm -hmm. It's just, you yeah. know, yeah. it's so fluid and, you know, we have fun doing it. Yeah. No, I like it, man. Yeah. I think that's solid advice. Yeah. Honestly, most of the time, I mean, even on this podcast right now, I'm I'm being a little bit quiet. I'm trying to let you guys talk. I'm kind of letting Charles take the reins here and go along and ask him the questions and stuff. I'm just monitoring the That's audio. That's mostly and stuff. because of your internet connection, though. Let's be Listen, let's be clear on this one. That mm -hmm. that that's also true. <laughs> yes, but no, I think that's really solid advice, and that that goes for any podcast because you you listen to some of these podcasts and you, and you hear them and you know their guests literally just start talking and they oh jump right into the next thing. You're like. Let him talk. Let him, let him do his thing. Like, if you're going to get it in, you're going to get it in. If not, let it roll, man. Yeah, you have to. It's a, I don't know. Number one thing is this that I've learned is this is dudes 
explaining their life, you know, and I don't know. I'm kind of like, how was your day? Good. What, what'd you do? Nothing. You know, so like taking that. So you're like my 16 year old son. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. I, I was five. I was cool. Fine. <laughs> All right, cool. Good talk. It's, yeah, cool I mean, story, bro. You just just assume <laughs> that you understand what a normal school day is like or a work day. You know, I just I don't have to tell you too much about it. But but that's not the case in a podcast. You actually have to talk. You have to say words, and, and words are hard sometimes. So uh, you know. But the bottom line is, is like it, you have to learn how to talk with four, five, six other guys. Plus a guest. I mean, it's yeah. a whole other world, you know. You, Not you only can't... that, from the guest experience too. On the guest side, I can speak of it's uh, almost a little intimidating if you have seven, eight guys all trying to talk over one another and you know ramming questions down your throat together. You guys don't do that. You really don't. Uh, <laughs> now, now, I like um, if no. there's one thing I know, we aren't. It's intimidating. Yeah, I know that for sure. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because, I mean, I, I've listened to so many of your episodes. I kind of get the flow. So when I'm We're a guest the on best your show, in. yeah, when we talk, it, it's just normal. Like, I know when you guys are going to go on your little rants and you're going to just keep going and going one what? person after the next and add, like, these funny yeah. little things. And it gets way Doesn't out sound of like control. us at all. Yeah, it's not totally you, but it's mostly you guys. <laughs> And it's great. And I just like, you know what? You got to pause your story for a second. Let these guys get the funniness out. Because I'm thinking <laughs> when I'm listening to these episodes, those moments is what I mostly listen to the episodes for. Because it, that is, that's the gold nugget you're talking about. It's not always just the information that's great. And I love it. But when you do that and you each have something funny to say in the movie quotes, I get like, I love, I'm a huge movie quote, dude. So right, when right. you guys do that stuff, I just, I lose my mind. I love it. That's my favorite part of your podcast is that right there. I, you know, I, my biggest fear is that we're, I'm dating it. You know what I mean? That I'm putting a date on a, on our humor and our, but you can't, timeless, it's not, for, it's not for everybody. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's not for everybody. I but I, I do it's love great. the jokes. I love the humor. It's not so pop culture, you know, just some of it's, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It, it is <laughs> Words are hard. It's rooted in the 90s. No, because I'm going to start like quoting Fifty Shades of Grey next week, probably. Like <laughs> yeah. the Twilight series is coming up. I got a whole plan. I'm good. It will be good. <laughs> Your content the- on the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter, here we come. When Guardian Leviosa. I know. That's my Harry Potter quote. Bless you. There you go. Threw one in. I don't know what you said. Talking about Will. Will, do you remember when we went to that pizza place and we were yeah, uh, we were drinking? Yeah, Pizza Boy. And I went. It's the funniest thing. I don't know if you remember this, but I went up and got us a whole round of like this, the fruitiest like raspberry tart, some kind of drink. I have no idea what it was. That Which was delicious. Good. No, that's yes. probably the best drink of the night. And I turn around, I got a whole handful of all these drinks, and I turn around, I run into Chad from Exodus, right? That's his name? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I run into it, and I'm like, hey, Chad, hey. what's up, man? And he's hey, looking at me like, man. Uh, I'm sorry, who are you with? And I'm like, uh, 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 well, no, that, no, listen, it's not that weird. I, you know, I, I know of you through Truth in the Stand. Like we're, we're kind of buddies with him. And, you know, I just, I know. And then I just walked away. It was <laughs> the most awkward. 
moment ever I couldn't get words out. That never happens to me. And it's not he's not anyone big. It's not like I ran into Eberhardt or Dan Infold or somebody, you know what I mean? Just Chad from yeah. Exodus. I think it's Sylvester, man. Chad Sylvester. Sylvester. Yeah, Thank you. you. That's sorry. Right. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Mr. Sylvester. Yeah, I know his name too. That's weird. But uh I, what I meant to do the whole point of that story was like if I run into you guys, that's never going to happen. Like I can just relate to you guys and just take off with conversation. And I, I, we just, that's what it's supposed to be is it's, it's a, everybody is, they got their own place and we're all in this together and just come on, you know, let's go have some fun. And that's what it's about. I don't, you know, there's many times in the industry as you're rubbing elbows and stuff like that, you'll get people look at you, you know, sideways and, and look all judgy and i i just never wanted that for us i don't want yeah. that i don't want to you know it happens too often and and i think if uh if you do get that from us i apologize ahead of time it's probably me it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm not saying like, just, like as a bad job. guy i'm no, not saying no, no. that either like no, he's a pretty good dude from what i hear it was course. just like it, it was different i don't know it's just different like when i met you guys it was just like Let's sit down and bullshit and let's go. You know, mm-hmm. we did that podcast live at the show. That was unreal. So much fun. Oh, I'm glad, you know, it all worked out. And again, I, I think with us, you know, being Pennsylvania tight, you know, we're, we're always, uh, looking for the, the guys that are making PA sexy and you guys are doing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we definitely appreciate that. And, and so that's what kind of bond, bonded us right out of the gate. You know, it's just that you guys are doing similar things. You're on the other, you know, western part of the, the state. We're in the middle. There's a culture in PA that not, I don't think everybody understands it, you know. And a couple it, people from Maryland, right, Vic? Yeah. I migrated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you official citizen of Pennsylvania now, Pick? Um, Did you get your card? Was, yeah, he was. Yeah. he's got this dual citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all those years under Ryan's desk, I figured by now you yeah. changed your address. What do they call that? Squatters' rights? Yeah. <laughs> I heard he voted twice this past election. Hilarious. Oh, so you're the one. <laughs> Thanks, Pig. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I love it. So it's actually funny. Uh, Chuck texted me before we got on here, and he was like, what do you want to talk about? And I was like, listen, I'm not worried about it. At all, these guys are easy to talk yeah. to. We're just we'll, we'll make stuff up. It'll be all right. <laughs> but you see, you see why I wanted to get a general direction, right? Because this is what I do. Yeah, it's like awesome. I just take us way off the rails into oh, another it, level. Another but this all, this is all related. This is all related mm-hmm. to like the background of your podcast, the culture of your podcast. So it is all related, I guess, to the to the history of what you guys have done and what you what you've created from the beginning. Yeah, it, I mean, it is too. And it's also sad because, like, you really see it, you know, basically half of us, a little under half of us. And a third, almost, it feels like. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and there's some other people that are kind of behind the scenes that don't get on the pod uh, very often. Andy Spittle, like, we just. Yeah. Extended pod family. Mm-hmm. There is extended pod family. Leanna does the cooking stuff, you know, all the cooking shows. Speaking of which, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> yeah, all the wild game recipes and things like that. That it, it just she kind of handles all that stuff, and it just I don't know, it just kind of rounds it out, makes it just that much easier on us or better. 
in certain ways. So, but you know, other than that, guys, I just I think the part that I really do love about the podcast is that you know, like I said, words have been are not easy. They're not. It's it's been hard at times to kind of get those things out. But there's been moments where we've been real, like very very real and honest, and and you know, and every pod kind of like exposes. Like I said, if you've never goose hunted before, you have to sit there and swallow your pride and figure out what's a good question to ask about goose hunting that, you know, without making, you know, because you don't want to sound like an idiot, but you don't want to pretend like you're something you're not. So, yeah. you know, how do you... Stevie's you know, good at those. He's amazing. Wow. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he's just, he's in the pocket in every show. And, he, and like, he's amazing at it. Like the questions that... I, I get upset at times because... One, he's my cousin, and just him sitting across from me makes me upset. <laughs> but who asked the most obvious or mundane question? But what ends up happening is that I, what I can anticipate is the answer that he's going to get. And, uh, and he's really shown me the way on how to like kind of. He's almost like the podcast Yoda. Yeah, I guess. 900 years old. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Eats a lot of frogs. <laughs> well, I want to know, uh, you know, 2021, you guys are just off with a bang. A couple great Christmas episodes, if I must say so myself. Some really great A guests, especially part one at the end. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, to, to interesting, end. interesting. Yeah, yeah, Go on. yeah. But uh, <laughs> I want to know, how many fishing episodes I should expect moving forward this year so I can tune out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's seasonal, you know, I'll for keep the most clicking, part. Well, I'll turkey keep season, clicking. turkey season's coming up here before fishing. So well, I can't say that catfish's favorite season of trout opener is coming up. He does love so that trout. We, yeah. So, that, I mean, that's going to be kind of like, Week to week, I can't. I don't know. I, you know, we kind of smear it in there every once in a while too. So just, I, I feel bad for you. No, I, I, I really, <laughs> I, I do really enjoy them. I'm, I'm just, I bust you guys' balls a little bit when uh, it's middle of archery, We're like not, November seventh, yeah. and fishing episode comes out, and I'm like, when really? that, just so you know, when that happens, November seventh, and we throw up a fishing episode, that was that was Stevie just going, I've had enough. We've been going since early September talking about whitetail. Got to have me a little bit of fin yeah. in there. Give me some gills. Either that or, you know, the rut's coming up. We're in the woods and we pull one out of yeah. the can that we There's did two else. months earlier. Nobody else is around. <laughs> no, actually, no, I, I kind of like some of the fishing episodes, honestly. And, you know, we throw a couple of them in there, too. When we do um, the Act for Bass tournament and stuff like that, we do a little bit of talking about fishing. And, you know, I mean, oh, if yeah. we would ever get any actual cold weather we could have some ice fishing episodes but you know we don't get ice anymore i guess so we just heard you got you're getting a little bit of ice up there. i was just wondering if we had any but today it was like four mid 40s and it rained a little bit yeah which is not good terrible um it's cooling down in the 20s at night but i was just wondering if we had any ice i haven't heard of anybody out on the out there yet no. On our side of the state, we, we oh, spoke yeah. to some Druschels, I think, recently. Yeah, that uh, Ariel and Dan were just out. They were out. They so. caught a couple bass. Oh, it's, nice! It's safe ice, but just barely yeah. safe ice. Like, Dan's not afraid to swim. So <laughs> yeah. two and three quarters inches of ice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'm kind of a stickler. Seat. It helps. 
Yeah, Dan, if anybody's going to be on thin ice. <laughs> what's, uh, so what's what's crazy, though, with you guys over at Whitetail Distraction, for me, you know, coming from my background, I am a Whitetail fanatic. Yeah. Uh, archery has been my thing since I started doing it the first time I climbed a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys have heard me talk about how growing up hunting in, in uh, Tioga County at my uncle's farm and putting on drives sun up to sundown. I never saw a deer that wasn't at a full out run until I was about 18. So when I started archery hunting, I was like, wow, this is some, this is cool. Um, so it just, it was a thing and it was the only thing for me was whitetail hunting until I started hanging out with these guys. They're like, Hey, you got to come be like, come be our archery guy. It's going to be great. We'll have you on. We'll, we'll always talk deer with you. And then I'm listening to these guys talk about bass fishing and throwing whopper ploppers and, you know, running this thing or throwing this thing. And I'm just like, man, why are you guys fishing? That's like shooting in the middle of the woods and walking to see if you got something. Cause you <laughs> think that's where a deer might be. Like fishing don't make no sense, but hang out with these guys for a while. And I'm promising you, yeah. you're going to be obsessed. A few published articles later. Yeah. All of a sudden I'm professional outdoor writer i'm moving i'm moving some of my antlers out of the way on my pegboard so that i can uh-huh. make room for my fishing lures yeah, yeah but it, it makes it a little easier when you have the susquehanna river which is the uh, former smallmouth fishery in the country it does help so oh yeah right. these guys yeah, got right. some good bass lakes around them too though yeah that's true oh yeah we got plenty of good largemouth spots a lot of good farm ponds and stuff like that where like the one I caught this year was uh, over 21 inches long, just an unreal fish. And I got into that more this past two years in that bass tournament. Austin and I kind of been a part of helping put yeah. together. And dude, I, I've never owned a kayak prior to. Now I own a kayak. I fish Uh-oh. from it a lot. You know, you guys are also an inspiration to that because I do listen to you guys and all the different things you do. And it goes back to saying, you know, you have eight, nine different guys that do something a little different. You all come from a little bit different background which brings a nice overall you can do everything and i'm starting to widen my horizon with it too even in the last five years you know turkey season just got a hold of me and uh, took over my soul still hugely (laughs) into deer and now it's bass fishing and my wife hates me right now i'm never (laughs) home i'm always doing something i gotta take you out predator hunting that'll take that that wall of you know late december january february yeah you'll be gone yeah 11 months out of the year (laughs) i went out once this year pick i did go out once yeah it was in the middle of that really bad snowstorm we got like the 12 inches and we didn't see anything moving and that stuff didn't really expect to, but good night with snow on the ground. We figured, why not go out? Sure. And of course, I checked the camera. There was coyotes all over the camera the whole entire week leading up to that point. And then it just oh, cut off. And then as soon as the snowstorm ended, they were all back. So <laughs> I got to go back and put a couple down. Catfish hammered the geese during that storm. Did he? But, yeah. But I was going to say, too, like the kayak thing, everybody's got one degree of separation for you know, it, it, most of them have been owned or modified by modified or <laughs> demanded, to, you know, to be bought by catfish. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. He, the kayak whisper really is like, the uh, kayak, he almost made me buy one. <laughs> Did he, he's uh, talking me into it. Influenced you in some way or another. Yeah. He's yeah. the, he's the man. We're all better off, you know, kayak is because of him with the accessories and 
Whatever. He's the what? Regina George of kayaks. Oh, Raise your hand no, if you've you been didn't. personally victimized <laughs> by catfish. For... <laughs> Actually, twice. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, he victimized me twice. You don't even go here. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. I told you, I'm movie quotes, man. I so, can't help myself. Here's, here's my question, and I actually brought this up to Chuck earlier. So I think there needs to be – there's too many of you guys to compete just against us. So I think there needs to be a Whitetail Distraction and Northern Outcast Outdoors against Rutten River Pursuit competition of some really? sort. Whether it be a drinking competition, fishing, or hunting, I don't care. Maybe all three at the same time. We'll figure it out. But I think there needs to be some I'm sort in. of no, <laughs> competition. <laughs> Hunting, fishing, drinking. drinking. Yeah, I feel I'm like in. I feel like a bow fishing trip kind of meets all three of those. Huh. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. I will say there's not Hunting, a lot of fishing, drinking, drinking during You can try. Beer helmet, uh, dude. You never have your or a camel. When you're back. switching locations, yeah, you're just crushing beers. Well, we don't have to do that. We can figure something else out. It'll be okay. But yeah, I think this I, needs to happen at some point. I'm I'm just saying it. Yeah. I repeat, maybe like, I'm in. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's like you, you score your three biggest fish from each group. Mm. You, you, oh, and like your same way with your, you know, maybe score your biggest deer. Like one, one buck, three bass, whatever. You know, like, yeah, I that's, think there's, uh, no, I think you're going somewhere with that. Yeah, well, I do too. I like that. Like if you take uh, a certain amount that you're going to score with from the group in each species and we can come up with what we both have and we both kind of go after and then make like bonus, like pheasants a bonus, you know, or yeah, small game. You know, we love yeah. to do rabbit hunting, squirrel hunting, that kind of stuff, you know, bonus points for those. Maybe if we put a, a point value, this is kind of getting weird in a way, but it's not. But if you get a point point value, think, yeah. like per it's species, it's got to be simple though, because guys just won't do it. I'll yeah, just take but yeah. three weeks off. Of That's work what I'm. Well, <laughs> what I want to get to, what I want to yeah. get to is like we all are going to continue just to do what we would do anyways, and live our life, and hunt, and fish, and do the things we do. But at the end of the year, like pull down the zippers and compare and see what we got. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just flop it out. Yes. Yeah, flop it out. Where? What do you got? What's your bass score? What, you know, where's your biggest buck? What, you know, and add them all up and have a, have that get together. You wanted to have a little cookout get together and we'll have a big party and, and yeah. go from there. That'd I think be that'd be fun. Yeah. What, what did Ryan say? I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I Two think words. it's reasonable to do and you, you know, to find the, my zipper's already down. <laughs> oh, sorry. Got air conditioning. I'm at the other end of the table. No, early. I apologize. <laughs> no, it's I think it's, it's, we try, we try to do that a little bit with, with the little challenge that we had with the Northern Outcast guys. And there was a little right. friendly competition last year with the uh, buck cancer challenge and, you know, mostly for charity and stuff like that, which I think was awesome. And I really enjoyed doing that. And, ideally we wanted to bring more groups into it you being one of them just to try to expand you know even across the state or you know whatever but just to expand the influence from different people across pennsylvania keep it sexy keep it pennsylvania pick you can be in it but it's got to happen in pa brother so the giant smallies you were catching on the susk counts that's right yeah yeah pick is like He's definitely benefiting. That's another thing that we love about him is that he is four seasons. You know, he does not stop. Like he's year round. 
And, and that's honestly what made Pick kind of fit into the group. And, and he's really, really talented at the things that he concentrates on. And, uh, but I did notice, don't think I didn't, well, haven't been paying attention that Pick's approved kayaking waters are in our backyard. I'm not just, that's just, <laughs> you know, for his competitions, I think, you know, just, I did notice that he has been sneaking up here. <laughs> regularly the, weighing in this fish fair enough fair enough um, Pick does also carry your uh, like your Instagram stories and Facebook stories I want to see some other mugs on there once in a while you know always Pick with all this gear on I want him to do more stuff he's not doing enough <laughs> <laughs> there you go Pick you heard it from the boss all right. himself <laughs> alright so we're getting That's- we're getting closer on time. I'm trying to keep this one around an hour. We, we're at like 48 minutes right now. But one thing I do want to do, this is kind of something that we do on our podcast, but I'm going to do it a little bit differently because we usually do favorite deer hunting story. But I want to hear your favorite from each, all three of you. I want to hear your favorite story from this year, whether it be hunting, fishing, outdoors, hiking, whatever. Yeah, outdoor story. I agree with that. Any one of you can go first. You can think about it for a second. We can keep rambling for a little bit. I can go a little bit over. We'll be all right. Can you uh, insert cricket noise this year? I can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah do that. Mine's sure. really, really, really simple. I, I'll go. It's not like super outdoorsman. I'll go I have second. to be. I had an awesome 2019 as far as hunting. This year, it took a dive. You know, it, it just it's not for a bunch of different reasons. But I got outdoors a lot this year. I'm exploring a lot, a lot of hiking, a lot of biking, a lot of you know things that aren't you know, traditionally this podcast and the guys have been really sweet about just letting me, you know, telling me to do my thing and not pushing me to do things I don't necessarily need to do right now. It's just, it's been really cool to explore other avenues. And I think my, I think when I do get back to hunting and fishing the way I did, you know, just last year, I'm going to be a different dude. Like I'm putting on miles. I'm putting like, I am, I'm not trying to lose weight or anything, but I am, I'm going further, you know, working harder than I ever did whenever I was just hunting and or fishing. You know, I think that we're hiking every weekend. We're, you know, pushing ourselves, cross country skiing, like the, the outdoor opportunities are just, I think that's my proudest, you know, is that I'm actually like not afraid to look at, look up at a mountain and just, and tackle it. You know, yeah. I, I might yeah. not be the fastest person. I might bring up the rear, but I'm going to get to the top. You know, that's the bottom line. It's all about the gains, buddy. I'm making gains, yeah, yeah buddy. <laughs> no, I like that, man. Hey, you're that, stepping that's up awesome. a level too, man. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, it's just, it's a lot. Uh, it's time, you know, under tension or whatever. And but like, my mind is in it, and I'm, I'm so here for it. It's really, it's a great opportunity, you know, to kind of. I, I guess I needed this back in my life so but Beautiful. these guys have way better stories honey than i, <laughs> than I did well i'll i'll jump in next ahead, save you for last pick all right because mine is a story about someone else <laughs> okay i like it I, it's easy <laughs> it's about yeah well no my story is just you know i had a rough season if you've heard any of the recent podcasts you've heard me complain about some of my own shortcomings and mistakes i've made that have directly impacted my whitetail season. Yeah, it is what it is. I had a great year. I had a great time. I wouldn't change any of it, but probably the best hunting story from this year 
comes from the fact that my 16 year old son, uh, who spent a lot of time, uh, in the woods this year, hunted hard and it paid off for him on, I guess that was the first day of rifle season, wasn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. I was thinking it was the second mm-hmm. afternoon, but it was the first, was afternoon. first afternoon. First afternoon, you know, we sat longer than we normally would for the opening morning and, uh, right around 1145, just before noon, that gun went off. And, and I remember sitting in my stand thinking, I just wish something would run by him. Yeah. Like, let the, let the boy see some deer bang. You know, I <laughs> about dropped my phone out of, out of my hand because it just caught me completely off guard. And, uh, sure enough, he laid the smack down and put a great shot on a real nice buck. Should have been a, a beautiful eight point G2 broke off on the one side, but just a, just a beautiful, beautiful buck for our area. I have no idea what it would score, but it's better than anything I have scored. <laughs> Uh, we have itchy trigger fingers in my family, so that's legal. Bang! <laughs> One of those situations. But no, this was this was a great buck, and uh, he earned it. He hunted hard this year and put some time in. So, well, if you're good, allowed good to stuff. tell someone else's story, then I'm gonna too late. You already had. Will's gonna retract. I am. Re- I mean, he didn't I really. Will didn't really tell his story. Technically speaking, yeah, I was just telling the situation. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Let we'll me tell you about. Andy Spittle. Let's take it oh, back yeah. from here. So, yeah, I did get out with Andy in archery season. We yeah. ended up putting a spot in stock on three doe and got blown. You know, it, it, it didn't work out. But that was so intense. Yeah. Intense, right? The the wind, everything kind of just sneaking through a cornfield, that, you know, to get down to this dip, you know, where the deer were bedded just to get out of the wind a little bit and uh we ended up being because of the wind shifting we ended up being a little bit too far down and uh it just ended up you know they saw us but super intense didn't work out so we ended up hiking back to our stands his stand was about 75 yards away from mine i a a lot like ryan i'm like someone's got to be seeing a deer right now it's not me i really hope he is i hear a thwack and then I see this deer go out, do like a one, you know, 180 and then cut back into the woods. And it, here he ended up taking a, a very nice buck. It wasn't, you know, like his biggest buck and he'll, he'll tell you that, but like it's the buck he needed. And yeah. I was really, it was really cool to be there for it and to, you know, to help him track and do all the things. Cause there wasn't a lot of tracking, but the, you know, but just to be there with him, that, I will say that that was my favorite moment. So good on Andy. Yeah. Good on him. But Pick has better stories than that. No. It, I don't know, Pick. I, who are you going to tell your story about? It's, it's uh, about me. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it ha- I was there, but it's not about me. So there I was. So there Mind I was. Minding my own business. Up in Wyoming County, 3B. I always try to take off, you know, the prime time, you know, second to third week of November four or five days to go up to Pena to, to, to sit in the archery woods in the rut. And um, it was the uh, the second day of the hunt. And my dad, who came out with me, and there were certain circumstances that led our stands to be close closer together than I would have liked them to be. You know, obviously, the further apart you are, the greater chances that you're going to see different deer moving. We're 65 to 75 yards apart. Wind plays a factor in, in possibly spooking deer as they go by. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we saw some deer movement. I had a, 
a beautiful eight point buck that, that came out in front of me. I had a, a deer decoy out. This buck decoyed out in front of me. Todd. Um, Todd, we yeah. call him. Todd Coy. Um, I, I was decoy for short. <laughs> yeah. Decoy. <laughs> I've really started to, to get uh, more serious about um, self filming. So I ended up and about passing on deer. Yeah. Oh, he's been serious about that for a while. Yeah. But, uh, I hear about this, the Passovers. <laughs> well, I, I passed over this buck, and I'm glad I that did. was my deer. Got it all on video. I could, you know, the deer was 15 yards broadside. Just wasn't the caliber of deer that I was looking for. I knew that they were bigger bucks here on this property. I had two full days left uh, of my hunt. Let this deer walk. It walked over to my father through that pasture, and the camera was still rolling the entire time. I wasn't able to get the deer on film, but through the, the brush and the trees, I saw my father shoulder his crossbow and take a shot. And that buck wheeled around and ran back towards me. And as it ran back towards me, I, I knew it was hit hard. We ended up recovering the buck, got down. Again, the camera was rolling the entire time, uh, trying to calm my dad down. My dad was running at you know, 120 miles an hour. <laughs> and as we're tracking this buck, we finally laid eyes on it. And again, the camera's rolling. And I look up to my dad and I'm like, you know, Dad, I, I knew that it had been a long time since my dad had harvested a deer with a, a bow, let alone a buck. And, and I'm like, Dad, you know, how long has it been since you've killed an, an, an archery buck? And he's like, that's my first buck. Oh. And I'm like, that's your first oh. buck? And I, you know, as as we grow up, you know, 12, 13, 15, 17, you know, I, I moved away, went to college. Uh, you know, came back home for a few years and then moved down south here. And, you know, time flies and you're not, you know, kind of deer harvests don't register from year to year to year. And I had no idea. I totally forgot that, like, my dad had never killed a buck with a, with a archery gear with a bow. And so I when when he said that's yeah. my first buck with a bow, like I lost it. I, I, I lost it. I I started crying. I'm like, Dad, that is so awesome. I can't believe like and everything just. It, it, it was incredible to be there with my dad, you know, to able to capture it on video, heart, you know, help him recover this deer, harvest the deer. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. So that, that's my favorite memory. Um, being with my dad, he, he just turned 69 years old. So for him to harvest his first deer with the, with archery gear. I think he killed everything this year. He, he did. That he was an did. incredible three days. <laughs> the next day, uh, turkey's fall turkey season was in. He ends up killing a turkey. The next day, you know, he's, you know, we're hanging. He's like, I think I'm just, I'm going to run a couple errands. I got some work to do, but I'll be out in the stand in the afternoon. He's like, I'll take my rifle. I'm like, Dad, like your tags are filled. What in the heck are you taking your rifle for? He's like, ah, we've seen a few coyotes in the area. You never know. Sure enough, coyote runs by. <laughs> he whacks a coyote. So he kills his first buck. He kills a fall turkey and he kills a coyote like three consecutive days. So that, I mean, him killing that buck, but then just that entire trip yeah. was just incredible. That was a good one. Spending a weekend up there with him, so that's well, that's my great memory. Say, you, you save the best for last, I guess. I pick. Man, uh, yeah. When's that, that uh, video going to be up on the YouTube? That's what I want to know. I need I need to get some uh, some editing equipment and gear and, and get some skills to get that out. So we'll we'll see if we can make that happen. I like yeah. it. I want I want to see it too. Honestly, that that's a tremendous story, man. I love that. You don't really get to have a whole lot of firsts when it's with your parents. 
You know, that's yeah. like your dad can be there for your first archery kill, but for you to be there for your right. dad's, that's that's unreal, man. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. That is like, cool. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Funny enough, too, like it was, I hunted with him like my first whole year of archery, um, hunting with him almost every time I went out. And then I think it was my second year of archery I went out. And the one time I went and got permission on my girlfriend's property and talked to her dad and went out on my own and I ended up shooting my first deer with my bow and I'm like, man, that kind of sucks. Like he was supposed to be here for the first deer, like, uh, recovered it with my older brother, but still it was just so, so odd that he missed that first moment for me. But what you're saying, Austin is right. Like growing up, especially in Pennsylvania, there's pretty deep culture into hunting. A lot of guys do it from a young age. There's not very many opportunities to share those experiences with, with your parents. Now, just to steal the spotlight for a minute, because I don't think I talked about this before, but what was really cool was seeing uh, my my dad go out this year with my nephew, you know, his first grandson, and going out in rifle season. And uh, he's 12 years old, and he killed his first deer. And that we had, you know, probably nine guys up camp for that experience, and we had a bunch of guys crashing through the woods and following the blood trail and. Uh, when we finally found that deer, I mean, the emotion and, you know, the excitement in his eye, like he just killed a world record buck. And it was just, <laughs> you know, his grandson shot his first deer. That was being part of that was really cool. I got a little emotional, too, you know, and just like had to walk yeah. away for a minute, suck it up like a man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then get back in there. But uh yeah. that was really, really cool, man. That was that was something else. I, uh, that was a proud moment of mine. To share Absolutely. with him and them and everyone else because we have a huge family and you know we all hunt stuff so it's always it's a big deal i said it last year on a podcast you know last year it was, it was a lot about me off doing my own thing trying to be this uber mobile guy and you know hunting a lot alone and i wanted I'm to get back to my tree roots. saddle <laughs> <laughs> oh man and i and i feel like i did that a little bit this year get back to my roots a little bit you know yeah so. I like a pick can be like at any time pull the card out. I could have shot your pit, your buck dad. <laughs> he did that a couple times, right? Yeah, I think any moment that these you know dad flipping off Susie or whatever. Yeah. Yep. I could have shot that. Just remember Thanksgiving next year. Yeah, I let that go. You'll be ready Wait. to cut the turkey. Like, Dad, no, let me cut the turkey. Remember that buck I let you shoot? <laughs> <laughs> Who had it at fifteen yards first? <laughs> that was me. I threw a pebble at him and made him go your way. <laughs> but I, I do want to, I know I don't want to take up too much more time, but I, I kind of teased it earlier with a joke, but I do want to know what, if you guys have some exciting stuff down, down the pipeline here for 2021 and, and where you plan on taking that train wreck of a amazing podcast that you have. Yeah. You know what? It's kind of, you want to know what? You want to know what? We have, we honestly, this COVID deal is, I can guarantee we're going to get out. We're going to do some cool stuff, but you know, as far as like the big stuff that we normally plan on and the, the, the get togethers and the things like that, it's just, it, it's, it's heartbreaking, but it's all kind of up in the air. But you know, we're making, definitely making plans for like hopefully getting up to Sodus Bay and, and, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, like little, you know, we met a couple other people this year that were that, for, that run charters. We're going to try and get out with them and just kind of do what we do. Or, you know, 
only more, you know, just Pick's got a passion for video and, uh, Mikey Miller, we got, you know, those guys, we're just, we're just going to try and do what we do only a little bit more. You know, I, I, each year we just Keep grow. Yeah. Yeah. In one way or another. I'm okay with it. Right I on. like it. Keep going where you're yeah. going, man. <laughs> I would love to be able to say, we're going to be here this week and we're going to be doing that. But it's just, it's not realistic right now. You know? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm so freaking sick of this. This COVID's killing me as far as getting out and doing stuff with people and, you know, wanting to, like, even last year, the uh, camo care shoot that we usually do every year, it got postponed and then it got switched to this. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I had a wedding, couldn't go to that. And, you know, it's just everything's kind of messed up with it. Great American Outdoor Show is canceled this year. Like, I look forward to that. I mean, that's, yeah, it's killing me. But we'll get over it. We're, we're, we're getting there. Yeah. 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 Right on. Yeah, right man. on, boys. Hey, have you guys ever been on another podcast, by the way? Or are we the first ever? You just say, just make us feel good. Like, <laughs> as a group. You guys are the first. the first. Yeah. Yeah. About that? Yeah. Yeah, they sounded real confident yeah. there, bud. <laughs> yep. Give me the wink and the head nod and just say whatever I want to hear. Yeah. That's, that's what I, right. I like. I like it. I, I like, like it. about you guys. That's what you told us right before we started recording. We're supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, before well, we'll get we let you, boys you guys, on again. Uh, oh, sorry, Chuck. Before we no, let you guys go, um, hit us with uh, where everybody can find you: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that fun. Place. Yeah. Well, I, I just really quickly before we we do that, the thing we are doing, I can, I guess we can say this is that we are having friends on more. You know, not that we took the podcast out and and pretty much kind of I can say this all over the world. Like we have guests you know, different com- countries and things like that. And we, this year we kind of just made this effort, at least in season five, that you're going to hear a lot of repeat because there's a lot of interesting, cool, fun things that are, that for the longest time, if you were on our podcast once, that was it, you know, but like, this is a well worth getting, you know, dipping back into, Digging it. you know, so I love having you guys on the podcast and, and it, I think, uh, adds a little bit of a familiarity, you know, and things like that. It's just people can start to understand who you guys are, what you do, uh, and how you fit into our lives. Uh, that means a lot to us. And we, we really did sit down and figure out like, what, what, what do we need? You know, what do we need in our podcast? And we want, so and I guess what I'm saying is we want more familiarity. Charles is awesome. Yeah. We want the friends, <laughs> a lot of repeat guests to come on and talk about the same topics that you talk about year after year after year, you know? Yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, I feel like we have quite a few repeats on our show. A couple of Chuck's brothers. I mean, some of our buddies and stuff. I mean, year after year we have them on. But, you know, it it is kind of nice to have the familiarity with the show. People kind of learn who they are. And they, I mean, some people even look forward to it. But my kind of my point about it, though, is they're more comfortable on the show. And, and it seems like you can have kind of more of an in-depth show, get into some stuff, have those inside jokes. Everything kind of works out a little bit better when you have those repeat de- guests coming on over and over and oh, over yeah. again. I don't want it to be redundant, but I really enjoy having the same guys on over and over again. But, you know, we, we switch it up, but you know what I'm getting at. I do. I, yeah. yeah, I do. Like I said, we, we there was a time when if you were on once, you were that was it. You had your turn. But, you know, we really are tapping into our, our pool of friends and we've gotten quite a few over the years. It's been a wonderful journey. Podcasting can be amazing. And so 
No, I, I think that's it's. There's definitely a value add to having you guys yeah. come on our show. As, you know, kind of being on your show every once in a while, but mostly you guys come on our show. <laughs> that I'll that that's pull our a fault. dagger out of my yeah, heart. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think those episodes too. I think we can all agree some of the most fun that we have during those type of episodes when you're talking to people. Uh, that you know and you're familiar with and you know with us like a lot of local guys that we can do in-person podcasts with and it's just such a blast man and and i'm really liking these these zoom calls too to be honest because we can see you guys we can read your reaction it's almost like an in-person podcast or typically just be me and austin sitting there and uh, talking to a phone call you know and it's nice it's great to meet new people and to make connections with new people and talk to you know, sometimes random strangers in a way, because you really don't know the person other than following them on social media or whatnot. But right, right. Um, I think talking to Vic. friends. Yeah, yeah, like pick. <laughs> talking to friends and stuff, that's a lot of fun, man. I enjoyed a lot. Of and I'm glad we finally got you guys on. It's only been, uh, what, too long. Who's, who's counting? Five <laughs> too long. <laughs> It'll happen again, though. I mean. No big deal. No, seriously, though, but that's, that's, I think, our big thing. You know, it's, yeah. it, that's our admission right now. Mm-hmm. You're killing the FOPs right now, for sure. <laughs> Friends of the pod. Friends of the pod. That's right. Pick, how can they find us? Um, you can find Rutten River Pursuits on the World Wide Web. Just go to RuttenRiverPursuits.com. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook mm-hmm. at Rutten River Pursuits. Uh, we're on the YouTube uh, Rutten River Pursuits podcast. <laughs> And then um, our podcast, be listened to at your favorite podcast app. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and well, Brad's Corp. favorite. Brad <laughs> loves to listen to the Amazon music. We're all over those places. Hey Alexa. <laughs> yeah, Charles awesome. doesn't listen at all. <laughs> Every last oh, yeah. minute of it, man. Every last minute, I can't help it. I'm a fanboy for life. Keep them coming, boys. I love it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Anything else we missed, boys? Any final words? Death to this part. Bring them weedless. Yes. (laughs) Bring them weedless. Perfect. Oh, I love it.